You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Episode 45 of PlayStation Unchained. Sadly, the amazing Mike Harrison couldn't be here this week because he is still on his holiday, though he'll be back by the time this goes live again in the future. But this is the past, so we're going to have to carry on with the past until we reach the future. The future past. Uh, with us this week, we've got, of course, our pretty much our second co-host, the Commissioner, Gordon. Hello. Hello. How are you doing this fine Incredibly hot and annoying day. Uh, it's hot for you. I'm in Florida. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm British. You're British. We, yeah. we, we can't really understand. We don't like the heat. We've we've been getting a lot of rain down here lately. In fact, Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon brought the Tonight Show down here to Universal Studios not too long ago, and like the first thing he said was, "It's great to be here in beautiful sunny Florida," and then he cuts to like a montage of all the weather people just talking about severe thunderstorms and rain and more rain and thunderstorms, and he's just like, yep, beautiful, sunny Florida. Well, don't worry. If, if he was England, he would be complaining it's too hot, and then the next day it'll be nice and cold for us, so then we'll complain it's too cold. Oh, okay. So it's, it's, the weather's never right for us. We just like an excuse to complain about something. It's like they say here in Tennessee, if you don't, well, I'm, I'm in Florida, but my college is in Tennessee, and up there they like to say, uh, if you don't like the weather, just wait a little bit, it'll change. Yeah, if we don't like the weather, we'll just complain about it, and then if we don't like the weather, we'll just complain about it. Yeah. We, we, we're just complainers. <laughs> but you have uh, British accents, that makes it all better. Yeah, I guess, but anyway, we've also got another amazing person with us again, it's been too long, hey Paul Kelly. Hey, good to be back, uh. How are you feeling? Uh, uh, and you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling good. Well, it's actually, like Glenn said, it's been raining up here as well quite a lot. Not as bad as it does rain in Florida because I've been to Florida when it absolutely pours down. And my God, it pours down. <laughs> yeah, but I'm used the, to it. Yeah. I love rain. Yeah. I love thunderstorms. Oh, I've been in a massive thunderstorm in Florida. Hurricanes, everything. When I was in Florida the first time, there was a massive hurricane. It did quite a bit of damage to to around where I was staying. Wait, what What year was that? It was 2004, I want to say, the oh, first time. Oh my goodness, yes. That was that was the year. We had like four, we had four hurricanes come through in about a three-month time span. Yeah. Like there was Charlie, there was Wilma, there was, I don't even remember all their names, but there were four of them. Just I think months. Charlie was the one that we experienced. Yeah. Because I remember because um, they had to shut the Florida Mall in Orlando. We wanted to go to the mall and it was shut. So it's like... Oh, look at that. You were in Orlando. I didn't yeah. Know you then. I didn't know you then, so... Yeah, I've been twice, so... Yeah. yeah. Sweet. I still remember the fact that I flew to Texas. Just there's the, the, the people there that I was staying with said... It's okay, it's okay. There's not been many hurricanes this year, and it's been fine. It's been a really nice season this year. Just as I was about to get there, it was uh, Hurricane Katrina started. <laughs> oh. It's been fine. <laughs> yeah, it's been a great season, guys, you know. No uh, hurricanes here. No hurricanes. Just this big one. Yeah, just, it's okay. just one. It's okay. Just yeah. 
uh, uh, anyway, that was. Uh, oh, and it also snowed, which was interesting. In, in Texas? Texas? What? Yes. Yeah, Wait, during the. No, that's not possible because that's. Hurricanes come no, during I, the summer. Yeah, I came after the summer. That's what I said. I literally arrived afterwards. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't go during Katrina. I'm not like. I would have changed my plans. No, I literally arrived just afterwards. Well, I don't think the plane would have let you. <laughs> it's not like they, t- they. They don't tend to like taking off and landing in the middle of hurricanes. It's not usually fun. I would have found a way. I would have gone, no, I'm going now. <laughs> going right now. I don't care who dies, I'm going right now. I'm back it up, maybe I'll balance in it. <laughs> <laughs> Just have you running up and down the aisle and balancing the plane. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Uh, that would be amazing. <laughs> That's exercise. <laughs> uh, nah, I was I was going there to volunteer for the Red Cross at the time, so. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, that's perfect. Anyway, enough about the idea of me running up and down a plane to to stop a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> it's such oh. a great picture in my head. Like I want to see it in the form of a gif of a gif. I want to see that. Um, let's let's go on to some PlayStation news. Um, Destiny PS4 beta confusion, not open to all PlayStation Plus subscribers. Basically, a couple of weeks ago, Chris Owen, a.k.a. Invisca, tweeted that PlayStation Plus, well, and the official blog, said the fact that the PlayStation Plus will be getting the, all PlayStation Plus members will be getting access to the Destiny beta, even if you pre-order or not. This was wrong. What they mean is you need Plus to access the multiplayer section of the beta. You can still access the Explore and story mission, but if you want to do PvP or strike or raid missions, you have to have plus. Um, Paul, what's your opinion on this? Well, obviously, I don't think they were going to let everyone have PS, to has PS Plus to go in the beta because that's not how they work. They tend to just have a limited number of people doing these betas, at least initially. So the fact you know you've always needed to pre-order to get the beta, so why would they then open up to everyone with PS Plus? And anyway, you can get it anyway quite easily, just pre-order the game on Amazon, then cancel the pre-order. That's what I did. (laughs) If they'd be just pre-ordering game and then cancel the pre-order and use it towards something else. Well, there you go. I mean, that's that's sneaky. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Glenn, what's your opinion on the beta? Um, this isn't really, this, this is just more of a clarification than anything. You know, it makes sense that not everyone from PlayStation Plus would just automatically get in. And, and what they're doing makes sense as well, because it's true that you need PlayStation Plus on the PS4 to access online multiplayer, which Destiny is. So um, the intended message makes a lot of sense. It's unfortunate that they got people's hopes up um, with the mistaken tweet, but overall, I don't, know, I don't think it's too big a deal. And plus, you can still access technically some of the online multiplayer by doing the explore, because the explore still has people online, and you don't need plus for that. Yeah, yeah. But you should get plus because yeah. plus is awesome. You say there's nothing wrong with not. Yeah, you know, why don't you have plus yet? Come on, guys. Exactly. It, you get free games. You get your upload. You get multiplayer you get all the stuffs all, all for, of the stuff all for the cost of one game 
per year. Yeah. It's it's just an amazing deal. Um, anyway, some more Destiny news. As you can understand, I'm incredibly excited for Destiny. I really can't wait for that game. Um, Destiny PSN trophies revealed 40 tro- achievements. So basically, it's pretty much agreed that there's going to be 40 trophies at least for Destiny, which means, yeah, a lot of stuff to do. Examples are, warning, there's no spoilers in this. Um, register 25... I've never, I've never heard someone warn people that there are not spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> well, people might be excited for some spoilers. It's like, it's like walking out into traffic and having someone shout, Hey, be careful, there's no one there to hit you. The road's clear, be careful out there. <laughs> well, they've so, got a fear, so, like be- a fear of bees like me, that's still quite dangerous. Yeah, so, so, ladies and gentlemen, look out. There are no spoilers here, just so you know. Just watch out. Uh, <laughs> one of the trophies includes obtain and equip a new personal vehicle, a new steed, which, of course, you'll get if you pre-ordered the game. Um... Kill five enemies in three seconds, a blink of an eye. Uh, assisting capturing 20 points in salvage, Relic Hunter. As you can see, there's loads of PvP ones like kill 100 warlocks in PvP. And a first strike kill in PvP. As you can tell, I'm never going to platinum this because I hate PvP. Not just um, Destiny, but I just dislike it altogether. Um, Commissioner, Wait, don't, you, what, what don't, do you don't you play Warframe? Doesn't Warframe have a lot of PvP? No, Warframe's PvE. Oh, Warframe's all PvE, okay. There is PvP in it, but you don't need to do it. Gotcha. So what's your opinion on these trophies, Commissioner? You know, um... I... I don't know... I don't know... I, I guess I just don't get the excitement over trophies all the time. Um, I think it's definitely important that the game has trophies, but the fact that it has 40 or the fact that it has 30 or whatever, uh, that's not important to me. Um... All of that said, I am not a fan of the super specific trophies like, you know, hit five people with a grenade while swimming in the ocean at nighttime. You know, I, I don't like, I, I hate trophies like that. I think they're so pointless. Uh, they're big time wasters. It's just like, oh, you know, we're out of actual stuff to give a trophy to. What else can we do? You know, um, not a fan of those. So the whole thing you said, what was it? Killed three enemies in three seconds or something like kill, that? I think it was kill five enemies in three seconds. Give me a second. Yeah, I'm, I'm not impressed by that at all. I don't, I don't like trophies like that. I think they're just a waste yeah. of time. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I guess it's good that it seems to have plenty to do. But if all the trophies, if, if there are a bunch of trophies that are like that, then that really doesn't say anything about how much there is to do. All that says to me is we couldn't come up with any more creative trophies. That looks like the only trophy like that. Okay, if that's the only trophy like that, then that's fine. I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of trophies that way. There's even a trophy for looking at someone, inspect another player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does, that trophy, does that trophy happen in real life? Like, like, can you just <laughs> walk down the street and check someone out and just? You've got no, because then you get the, atro- uh, the trophy stalker. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I still don't get how you can get dead ghosts. That always confused me. I know they're, they're little robot things, but the idea of a dead ghost is still sort of... Yeah. yeah, that's kind of the point of a ghost, isn't it? 
Congratulations, you you revived a live being. <laughs> uh, anyway, Paul, what's your opinion on the trophy list? I mean, I knew there was going to be multiplayer trophies, but I don't like multiplayer trophies. You know, ones where it says kill a certain number of things or kill a certain number of people online without dying. If there are any like that, then I don't like those because they don't say anything about the difficulty of the trophy or anything about the skill because they just look them. You know, multiplayer trophies aren't about skill, they just look, you know, not Well, that, there's only one like that where you got to kill a one of each class in, without dying. Yeah, even that sort of strange because how do you not know everyone there's going to be one class that's better than all the rest so everyone's just going to be that class? How do you know that? So it's, I don't know. I'm not a fan of multiplayer trophies anyway. I shouldn't be saying this, but probably the easiest way to do it is probably have two, uh, make a full party of eight, do a PvP match and do it with four versus four and have four of your mates on one team and four another. Bam, trophy. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get PSM banned for saying that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't like that sort of thing, do they? Right, but yes, those Boosting. stupid trophies. I don't, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Okay. The last destiny uh, warning. No spoilers. The last new <laughs> destiny. <laughs> Look out, guys! Uh, warning: More destiny stuff. This is the last destiny topic. Destiny has received a T for team rating rating from ESRB. I don't actually say that well. <sighs> the Serb? <laughs> a Serber? Anyway, it's the res- electronic yeah. something ratings board. Yeah, anyway, uh, basically it's because it has animated blood and violence. I don't see why people are surprised at a T. It's not like it's a super very violent... I know there's a shooting and bang-bangs and guns and booms... There's no sort of real nudity, no drug reference. There's no sort of thing that will push it to an 18. I, I, I don't see a problem with a T rating for it, to be honest. But it sounds like Kimisha Gordon had something to say. It does? Well, you went, ah, oh. so oh. I thought maybe you had something to say. Yeah, I, I forgot <laughs> they did that. Um, there are actually two sides to this. Um, on one side, I am very unhappy with gamers who are like, oh my goodness, it doesn't have 50 curse words per minute, so I guess this game sucks and I'm not going to buy it. Um, those people I would like to slap in the face. Um, but then there is the other side, which has a legitimate concern that now the game will attract a lot of, of kids and a lot of teenagers and whatnot who will basically make the community an unpleasant place to be. Um, that is That is a legitimate concern. And so I'm... Just, I don't know, I, I'm trying to think of if there is a way that Bungie and or Activision could help that somehow. I don't, I can't think of a way. Um, so, I, in a way, I kind of share that concern. But it's not all, it, you can't always blame the kids. There are adults who are really douchey like that as well. So, um, it's just, I guess the worry is how will Destiny's community be? Um, in general, and with this rating. Uh, because, you know, when you have a teen rating, you get a lot, a lot of younger folks in. Some of them are fine, but a lot of them can be really immature and whatnot. And so you don't want your community to be unpleasant at all, especially on such an anticipated game as Destiny. 
basically, I know a way they could get the people who want, who's think that, oh, this game has no not enough swear words. Just just put on the box online. Uh, I was going online thingy is not rated, so therefore, 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 I think all oh, they're swearing in that section of that game, and they'll go okay. See, I don't see what it is about swear. Like, if you listen to me, I I really don't even swear at all. Um, mostly because I just think it's uncreative. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, you, you're going to call someone a butthole or a dog, or you know, it's it's it almost feels immature when you translate it like that. So I, I tend not to swear, but you know, to think that okay, game is bad or. Content. And this isn't just games, this is other media too. I used to watch uh, WWE Raw uh, Wrestling, and they had kind of a ratings change, and a lot of wrestling fans were upset because there's no swearing now, and there's no, um, there are fewer um, blood matches now, and it's just like, you know, that's not what makes this, that's not what makes wrestling. And in the same way, this isn't what makes a game. So, calm your nips, people. Calm your nips. It's going to be okay. And, Paul, what, what's your opinion on this, this damn rating? Ultimately, <laughs> I don't think it really makes a difference at all. Because even an M-rating game like Call of Duty, you know, kids are going to kids play that game regardless of the rating. Most parents, from what I can tell, just ignore the age ratings. I know that's definitely the case in the UK because they're not legally enforceable. They're just guidelines, so it's not legally binding like the uh, BBFC were, but they've now gone. It's just Peggy now, so so they don't have to enforce the age ratings. They're just guidelines, like I said. So I'm surprised it is a T, though, to be honest, because I know the Halo games are M, and they're not really that gory or violent and Destiny seems sort of the same kind of thing. So, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. Well, I think the reason why Halo gets an M, I know this sounds stupid, but it's probably Cortana that helps push it to an M. Yeah, maybe, but... Well, you know, especially you with the last Halo being, yeah, she's obviously had some sort of enhancements. <laughs> don't, don't forget, if there's just one instance of some kind of prurient or, or naughty words, um, that bumps the rating. Like it, it, it just takes one. It's like if someone drops an F-bomb once in the entire 60-hour game, that game's now explicit. So there might have been stuff, there might just have been stuff in Halo that a lot of people didn't catch, but was still there, so it still had to have that rating. And I, I still think it's Cortana. Yeah, the catch of a maybe have a bit of a female part of the body and they'll be like, oh, that's an 18 now, even if she is dressed. You know what? And Not real. An AI. Side boob alert. Yeah, there you go. 18! Uh, anyway, let's, let's, <laughs> let's not go down this road. <laughs> it's way. quite a big bump of a road if we, if we keep that. Anyway, yeah. anyway, let's go straight to, frankly, one of the games I'm really looking forward to this year. Little Big Planet free beta code warning issue. Basically, there was a this was posted by Stephen Williamson. There was a tweet by Stephen Isabel. Please tell me I don't say that wrong. What? Saying that uh, basically, he said that a quick tweet to say that we're not offering Little Big Planet beta free code. Little Big Planet 
free beer codes. That's quite a tongue twister, really. For retweets and favourites, any big little bit of planet accounts claiming this are false. Basically, it seems to have been fake little bit of planet emails going out where people are thinking that they can retweet or favourite people for codes. Though um, it does seem a bit early for a beta. It'd be interesting to see if this actually happens. But of course, he said this isn't real. Uh, Paul, what do you think about this? There's always this sort of fake sort of beta code. It's people just trying to take advantage of well, naive people. But I wouldn't say it's too early for a beer because Battlefield Hardline got one. That's out in October. Destiny's having one soon. That's in September. So, I mean, whether or not they do plan to have betas is another matter. But, you know, what what could they really test with a little bit of client beta? You know, will they test sort of the netcode? Because I know that's had a lot of issues in the past previous games will they test sort of the creation tools which carry over from the earlier games or whatever so it does seem to me like maybe they are planning a beta but I don't know wait and see so until we get an official announcement ignore anything that's said I think they might test the possible feature of having cross play between the PS3 and PS4 version maybe Uh, anyway is 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 that confirmed no idea, but I'm just saying if there is any sort of yeah. anything like that done, then it would be better to beta test that before it comes out. I know that some levels from the PS3 version will still be in the PS4 version, you know, because you can transfer your levels over. Yeah, so, one and two. Yeah. Um, Commissioner, what, what do you think about this beta malarkey? Um, I think it... Well, it originally struck me as weird that a game like Little Big Planet would have any sort of beta. Um, it, I don't know; it just doesn't strike me as a game that would require a beta. Um, every every other previous Little Big Planet has had some sort of beta, even oh, really? if it's just closed. Yeah, I have not even heard of that before. But anyway, um, I don't. I don't really know. I don't think. Uh, I'm. As you can hear, I really don't know what to think of all of this. I don't really think it's too big a deal. Um, a lot of people, yeah, there are people who go out on the internet and do stupid stuff. Um, I don't know the point of why they would do that, uh, just to get a few followers, I guess. But um, really, there's no beta invites going out, and that's the long and short of it. Um, I know other companies have done betas, so I guess if, if, if um, Little Big Planet 3 is going to have a beta... It's not entirely out of the question. It's not entirely absurd that it would be around now. But as they have said that that is not the case, um, definitely take any messages uh, in email, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you see them, take all of them with a grain of salt. Um, If you believe that, hey, this could be real, check first. Uh, Check the developer's Twitter, check around. Um, But, you know. Perhaps maybe check PSU.com. Yeah, check PSU.com. We might have that up there. And just um, be careful. I mean, people are dumb. That's just what it is. I'll quickly cover this news because it's probably not... Uh, my two guests won't be excited for this, but I am. Uh, Pharmacy 14, the hunt details for patch 2.3. They basically added the hunt system for Pharmacy 12 to 14 where you can go to your guild company and get a specific enemy and get bonus seals, mythology... And, and armors and stuff like that. And it's basically a load of cool items. 
that will allow basically it's a good way to upgrade your relic weapon, a good way to get your new weapons. It's oh. anyway, this will go live with the next patch in July, on July 7th. So I really can't wait for that patch now. It's just so good. There's so much content coming out in, on July 7th for Final Fantasy that it's oh. uh, have either you got any opinion on this or Ben, you could ask the nearest wall to you what they what it thought of this patch because it's as interested in it as I am. Oh, hello, really. wall. What what is your opinion? Yeah, the wall said nothing. <laughs> exactly. It made me sad. <laughs> I disown you, wall. I disown you, wall. If it leaves, your house is going to come down. <laughs> Just so you know, don't don't tick it off too much. <laughs> uh. Anyway, let's go to our, I think our main topic right now is PlayStation now European and UK launch announced tease for Gamescom. Uh, we are working on introducing it in Europe. It is a little difficult. Europe is fragmented. You and I have a conversation several times a year. That's just if you come to Gamescom, we might possibly have something to say about PS now. Uh, a pilot scheme for PlayStation now is due to kick off next week in the US for those lucky enough to own one of the mega expensive 4K HD TVs and a certain 1080p Sony Bravo module m- modules models. John, I can't talk tonight. The, ser- the service will open access to a back catalog of PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and uh, PlayStation 3 titles, along with PS4 games at a later date. Play- games can be streamed on a variety of devices, which is just a copy of what I just said. And uh, uh, Stephen, you, you wrote the same sentence twice, mate. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> editing alert <laughs> we need an uh, editor he's made quite a few mistakes recently Stephen yeah. when it comes to editing and posting yeah. uh, anyway well from what we've been told that UK will be the first country in Europe to get well first region of Europe to get PlayStation now hopefully with this tease and hopefully with that news that means we might get it before Christmas in which case, I shall be throwing money at Square, at Sony, I mean. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait for that. I really can't wait for PS Now. Uh, any, uh, Paul, what's your opinion on this? Um, yeah, they'll probably announce when they plan to launch the beta or whatever at Gamescom, I'm guessing. So, yeah, I mean, I've actually tried to connect to the US beta, but it hasn't worked. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm looking forward to see how it how it works, how PS know how good it is, how the connection is, things like that. I did try um the Gaikai Tech when it was on PC, I tried a couple of demos and it seemed okay. There was a bit of lag, but I'd like to think no, technology's moved on a bit and it sh- game should be more playable now. So yeah, I'm looking forward to trying it out. I'm probably gonna download the US version of the beta when it goes live next month. Yeah, the open one. Oh, did you not get a closed invite? I did. No, I didn't even apply for the closed one, so I just waited. Uh, I did on the account I hardly use. I downloaded yeah. it, and it doesn't work. <laughs> it just uh, says boom. network connection, so... Yeah. Well, oh, what, well, what's your internet speed? It's not great, but... You know... Oh, well. I, might, I might be able to brute force it with my... Yeah. That's what I'm hoping, that with my speed, I might be able to trick it into thinking I'm closer than I am. Yeah, because <laughs> I've got be my yeah, I've got fiber, so I got my fifteen meg up. 
And yeah. So hopefully that'll trick Sonny into thinking, oh, he lives in California. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Glenn, what, what do you think about Europe getting PS Now sooner than possibly it was planned to be? I think that is very good news um, because this wasn't expected until sometime next year. So the fact that it can, in fact, come out this year means that things are ahead of schedule as far as PlayStation Now is concerned. Um, I have been in the closed beta, and I'm not allowed to talk about it. None of us in the closed beta are. All I'll say is it's been running fine for me. And, um, yeah, I mean, this this is really good news. So hopefully with the open beta this, um, when is it, next month? July, yep. Yeah, open beta is next month, which begins in just a couple days here. And then, you know, Europe could be getting it later this year. That hopefully means that we will see a more stable and uh, more complete PlayStation Now than we've seen in the closed beta so far. All I want to say is that those leaked prices were the Americans complained about the prices. I can't wait to see the leaked UK prices. Yeah. Yeah. $7.99 for a seven-day rental, or £9.99 for a seven-day rental. I bet you that. $3,000 for two hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, bit, I bet you will be $7.99 for the seven days, like it's planned to be, and £6.99 for seven days. I bet you that'll be it. I bet you, or and then like thirty dollars for nine months, for ninety days, or thirty pounds for ninety days. I bet you, I bet you that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that doesn't sound terrible. No, it doesn't at all. It's only twenty quid more than most games mm-hmm. to buy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, rather than being a downer all the time, let's let's talk about some reviews. Let's start with this 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 game that seems to excite someone. It, it's called the Dragon Guard Three. Oh, <laughs> it, 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 he says it's awkward and confusing hack and slash action. Um, it's by some guy called what's that? Uh, Glenn Gordon. I don't know who he is, but obviously he has a, he has a stupid name. Yeah, he's just crazy. I mean, <laughs> oh that guy anyway he gave it a five um and the average research score is so low that, that nobody's actually bothered buying it as a zero right now uh this guy's given a very small summary so i'm going to read some of the actual text as well the combat is fun but storyline is confusing and gameplay is repetitive uh actually, that's just uh we like the enjoyable if not a little easy combat a good length for 25 30 35 plus hours, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. We dislike pretty much everything else, it seems like. Barrage um, <laughs> is less, unsatisfying story, poor, inconsistent, inconsistent graphics, repetitive, linear gameplay. Uh, that's, let's see if we can find any juicy... Uh, anyway, so yeah, gamers who have not played other Dragon game, Dragon Guard games will still probably have unsatisfying feeling if Dragon Card 3 expects them to remember events in previous games. This is a tough demand considering that Dragon Guard 2 came out in North America more than eight years ago on the PS. That's quite a long time, eh? I can't even remember what I did last week, let alone eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so glad. Why, why did you give this game such an amazing score? 
Oh, Were you that excited? No, the game sucked. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. I, I hate to say it like that, but it wasn't very good. Um, it, the premise sounded interesting. You have a person named Zero. And I, I know that I'm probably going to get, you know, blasted by fans of Drakengard because some of Drakengard's uh, three, some Drakengard's diehard fans do enjoy this game, um, which is beyond me, but I'll take it. Um, you have Zero, who is an intoner, and she's one of, I believe, five sisters in total, or six sisters in total. She has five other sisters. And, well, she wants to kill them. She wants to kill them. She wants them all and everything around her, it would seem, to just die and never come back. And the game never tells you why, not until very, very late in the game. Does it ever tell you why she is on, like, the mother of all PMS attacks? Um, she She's just tramps through this these maps just yelling, Die! Die! And just, like, slashing everything. And, she, and these are her allies, by the way. These are all her, these are mostly her allies. Um, she just wants to kill everything, and you don't know why. Um, the story, the, the game is very hesitant to explain itself to you. You're, you're looking for answers, you're looking for something to make you invest in this game, and you just don't get it until you don't care anymore, um, which is very disappointing because, you know, you're, you're doing all these things. And then you have Mikhail, which is a child dragon, and I didn't have a problem with Mikhail except for his voice. He's, um, he sounds like he was voiced by, like, a little kid or something. And he's, even though he's a child, he's, like, a 20-freaking-foot-tall dragon. Um, so that was a little jarring to me. I don't know what a better alternative would have been, but I, I don't know. That, that felt weird. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, it, it just wasn't very fun to play. Because you, you rarely know what's going on. I think in the review I said something like playing in Drakengard 3 is like uh, being lost and needing a map and like having someone dangle it in front of you until you don't need it anymore. That's, that's pretty much how it feels. You feel lost a lot of the time. And um, I actually had to go online after playing and look up the story because I just didn't understand all of that, all of what was going on, and the fact that I had to do that just speaks volumes about um, the, the pacing and, and the way this game is. And, and the graphics are not very good at all. Um, there are games very early in the PlayStation Three life cycle that beat these graphics. Um, so very, very, very disappointing as far as graphics go. Um, all that said, the combat was fine. I guess it was really easy. It was very, very easy. It's, I, I think I call it a button masher's delight because most of the time you can just equip the right weapon and just hit square as many times as you can and you'll come out on top. And, um, but even so, it, it, is kind of, it is kind of empowering to be able to just slash through all the enemies. or You have like ten enemies around you, a few taps of the square button and they're gone. You know, that, that is kind of empowering. And, and the intoner mode... Uh, a special battle mode that Zero has. It's pretty sweet. Um, another thing of, that was a big pet peeve of mine, I hate when games do this, Zero is just covered in blood, which doesn't behave like blood. Read my review to know what I'm talking about. But um, she's just covered and just drenched in blood, and she wears white, and her hair's like white, so it really pops. And then you get into a cutscene, and suddenly she's clean, no blood. 
And and that kind of inconsistency is present throughout the whole game. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, well, secretly, before she loves into a cutscene, there's a shower. Oh, okay. You, you just don't see that. It's some sort of magical secret shower. She's, uh, it's like, okay, makeup, hair and makeup, right? Got a shower, got a cutscene coming up. Yeah. I, I, I think I've worked out the plot. I've never played this game. I've never seen anything about this footage, but I think I've worked out. I think I've worked out why why Zero wants to to do all the things that she is doing. Oh, why is that? She is secretly Kratos' wife. Oh well, there you go. There you go. That that solves everything. There you go. Yeah. And just... the reason why she's killing her sisters is because they tried to sleep with Kratos. Yeah. There, there we go. Actually, that's quite a good plot. That's not terrible. Don't steal that, Sonny. Actually, you can take it. Just put my name in the credits. It's better than what we got in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, any opinions on this game, Paul? It sounds not very good, so no. <laughs> I won't play in it. Won't go anywhere near it. I might actually get it when it goes down in price. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can get it. I know there are a lot of big Guard fans that would want to get it, but eh, just wait. It's not worth the $50 that they're asking for it at all. You know, you're you're going to play it, and then you're going to end up feeling unsatisfied about the whole thing. So just wait. Just give it a just, while. So it's almost like playing Hayes. Almost. <laughs> Nothing can be as bad as Hayes, though. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, let's go to... I was so to... hyped that game. Oh, I was. And I, I went to launch day and bought it launch day, and I kind of wanted to trade it back in like an hour after I bought it. I mm-hmm. dodged a bullet and never bought it because I read the reviews. I'm so glad I did. <laughs> It's the first game where I actually went to trade it in a couple of days later. When I was talking to the game staff to trade it in, I was tempted. I actually jokingly said, this game is so bad, I feel like a criminal trading in. Can I give you money for it to take it off my hands? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want you to give me money to trade it in. I want to give you money to get rid of it. Yeah, just get shot. (laughs) I raise my memory. This game's it's a shame as well because Time Splitters yeah. was a really good series. It's a shame what happened to Time Splitters 4 getting cancelled. That reminds me, I, did, I haven't read it on our news, but uh, this is news. Breaking news about Crytek UK having money issues. Yeah, I've a, quite, yeah, they've not been paid for quite a while, full wages. Yeah, and, yeah they've and been paid their wages full since I think it was April. Yeah, that's what I've heard, yeah. yeah. Should just sell Time Splitters Appy to someone who can do something with it. I don't know who. But... Sell it to those people that are making the fan mod version. Yeah, I don't know. I'd want someone who could fund a fully-fledged Time Splitters game. I don't know who that would be. It's called Kickstarter. Maybe. Yeah, I guess Time Splitters would have that kind of audience willing to fund yeah. the game. Yeah, well... If Shenmue 3 can be teased, anything can be teased right now, to be honest. Oh, uh, yeah. Yuzuzuki's teased it, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's go back to our reviews. That was just a bit of breaking news while we were talking about Crytek for a second there. Yeah. Uh, MotoGP 14 review. PS4 gets a racing pace setter by Paul Amazing Kelly. Uh, PSU okay. review score of 8.0. Yep. His summary is MotoGP 14. Nails authentically and the thrill of racing with the speed and handling of a MotoGP bike, which I can't really mention because I know I can't drive. But glitches and underwhelming track visuals keep it from greatness. We like the authentic looking bikes, a good rise in physics, lots of bikes and tracks. We dislike Darth safety car inclusion, bugs and 
glitches and poor track. How can you dislike the safety car? Right, I mean, I'll talk, all right, I'll explain this in the review, right? The safety car feels, because they've used motorbike physics for a car, it doesn't handle how a car should. Like, when you're changing direction, it, it sort of, there's a bit of a lag, so it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't feel sharp, it like wallows in the corners. I also mentioned that Namco did the same thing in one of their MotoGP games. I think it was MotoGP3, where they had the pace kind of the exact same thing. It handled like a motorbike, but with four wheels. If you get what I mean, it's kind of <laughs> a weird, a weird way of moving, and it, and it just, oh, it feels so bad. It's just pointless. It's just a pointless gimmick, really. Yeah, I mean, the game itself is good. It does have a fair few number of bugs that I encountered, and like the funniest one, I think, was the, the track not appearing properly. And um, <laughs> well, like, it was so like you're racing around, and like, like you know, track wasn't appearing, like so. You'd be racing on basically what looked like clouds underneath you. It would just be the sky underneath you as you're driving around the track. And then another one was um, another bug is when you're just racing and suddenly crash into a wall. Even if you're, you know, not down going down a straight, you're in the corner way in front of you, and you crash. And then you press rewind, and it just shows you're going really, really wide in the corner when you never even got to it. It's really weird bugs like that, which feel like well, things. All I can picture is you go to a pit stop and someone, well, you, you, you've gone to get your cup of coffee. Someone's put some weed in, in the, the air vents and you, you got high. And that's why you think you're driving on clouds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apart from sort of the bugs, the game itself is pretty good. It's, it feels, it doesn't feel like realistic, but it's sort of authentic that, you know, the bikes can be a handful, especially the faster bikes, like the, the, the lower classes, are pretty easy to handle, really, whereas the faster bikes can, you will crash if you don't. Be careful. You don't just put full throttle everywhere because you'll just crash. So, yeah, I mean, read the review. That's sort of explain what I think fully. So, yeah, eight, so I think, go, is the first yeah. call. So, guys, go listen to read the review. Don't, yeah, don't listen to the review. That'd be impressive. But go read the review. Um, Basically, my only opinion will be, in the future, maybe have the safety car drive a lot better and have it play the safety dance song when you're driving it. That that would make it better. <laughs> yeah. You can dance yeah, if you Yeah, there was something yeah. else I didn't mention in the review, that the game isn't out in America, which someone pointed out in the comments. It's out in September in North America. Wow. They announced it, so... You're yeah. up first! Yay. Yeah, well, it is more popular in America, in Europe, I mean. MotoGP is very popular in Spain and Italy. Well, what we're, talking be- about, what we're talking about the- exclusive... Sorry, carry on. I was just going to say all the best MotoGP riders are Spanish. The top uh-huh. three riders are Spanish. They dominate it. Well, we're talking about exclusive early European review sort of games... One Piece Unlimited World Red Review by was it Benjamin? I don't know this this guy. I don't know who this guy is. It's not sounds Jamaican. Yeah, no, Benjamin. 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 <laughs> uh, I don't know who this guy is. He's some sort of Australian guy. He's not British at all. Oh. Um, anyway, review score of One Piece Unlimited World Red. He gave it a nine point um, Summary is a ton of content, addictive gameplay, and a great visuals make up for the lack of online modes. 
Uh, we like the excellent visuals, the cool minigames, the interesting, gripping story. We dislike the repetitive enemies, the lack in online modes. The only reason why I put that dislike in the lack in online modes is because it would have been nice to have online co-op. But at the same time, it, it didn't really affect it that much. It was just something that, you know, I wish it would have had. Um, it also doesn't have, I know I didn't put this in We Dislike, because a lot of people, I know I love um, sub subversions over dub versions of games like this. It doesn't have English dub for the voice acting at all. There's no English at all in this game. Which might put a few people off, but for me, I kind of like... Uh, but I, I need to clarify. So someone asked me about my review about how it feels like a Batman combat. Basically, the reason why I put that, in, the only reason why I put it there was because you will have to counter a lot, a lot at the end of the game. And the bat, the symbol above the head reminds me exactly like the sort of counter stuff for Batman. And it's the same button. Well, it's the circle button to counter every time and to parry and dodge. So the combat feels a lot like Batman at certain places. No, not all of it. Bosses especially don't feel like Batman. Bosses just feel like One Piece. Um, yeah, that c- clarifies the review for anyone that's very confused what I meant by that. Uh, so yeah, that, it was. A, I do recommend it. It's a fun game if you don't like One Piece. I've seen the anime a few times, but I haven't bothered checking out any games about it. I, I'm usually kind of wary of um, games made after movies and shows. Well, although this is a game based on the show, the actual storyline isn't based on the show. Oh, okay. The storyline is completely separate. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's the same, of course, is the fact that it's got the characters. But yeah, and it follows roughly the same sort—not the actual story, but yeah, it follows the same sort of setting as One Piece. It's not like it. They go, "Oh, let's take One Piece and turn it into Resident Evil." Yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to make a survival horror One, uh, one Piece game. I like the Naruto um, Ninja Storm games. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the new one that comes out this year. Those ones are actually pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing you don't have much to say about this, Paul. Um, not really. I, I mean, are you sure? So it doesn't have any voice acting, it's just Japanese? Yeah, it's all Japanese. Some people might put off fiber, but I imagine a lot of people, fans of the anime, probably prefer the Japanese voice accent. So maybe that's yeah. how they've done it. Well, I don't, think, uh, I don't think our English dub of the show actually has got this far with some of the characters. Ah, right. That, maybe that's it. Maybe they've yeah. not done the game because they haven't done the show with those characters. So the main reason for that is cost, I think. They've probably realised that it's cheaper to just keep the Japanese and uh, put subtitles on because obviously hiring voice acts is quite expensive and also maybe fans of the anime prefer the Japanese voice act in any way so it doesn't really matter as much to have English voices than just just subtitle it and save the money to bring it over. Also it saves time. Yeah, well plus they don't have to redo the animation. Yeah, the cutscenes for lip sync and everything. So yeah, yeah, I understand why it saves a lot of time. And I, I personally prefer the sub versions over to the actual English versions because I prefer, I don't know, I, I just like reading, I guess. Who knows? Hmm? It's an excuse to read. Read some words. Um, with my eyes. Um, really? So I, thought, I thought you could read them with your spleen. 
<laughs> you know, British people can sometimes read with their ears. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it, we're we're unique like that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, this is that's pretty. It's not a huge episode of Unchained this week, but we're going to go to what have we been playing this week? We're going to skip the topic of the week because, frankly, there's not much topics right now. News is dead. Um. So yeah, what have you been playing, Commissioner Gordon? Um, hmm, not much. Um, I've been working on some leftover projects from last semester of school, of college, and so this week I've actually been rather busy with other stuff. I've been logging on to League of Legends and Guild Wars 2 just to check on my sales and, and just play a couple games, but otherwise I haven't had a lot of time this week for gaming, which makes me sad. Makes me a sad panda, but that's okay. I think next week will be a, be a little better. I think I'll um, I'll try to push through my expert playthrough of Infamous Second Son a little more next week. Remember, I'm, pretty good. I'm on a mission to get my first platinum trophy ever, so I have to finish Oh, that. wow. Infamous Second Son's not a difficult platinum. No, expert it's not. not a, expert difficulty is easier if you're playing as a baddie, if you're playing as evil or good. I don't know about it, like, because the biggest difference is you don't see any enemies on your mini-map. And yeah. Delson, like, if you sneeze on him, he just dies. It's ridiculous. Like, uh, just a few hits and he's already about to die. Yeah. So, uh. I didn't find it too difficult, though. Maybe it's because I played the previous Infamous games on the hardest difficulty as well. So you sort of got to be a bit more cautious. Oh, okay. In... Yeah, well... Also, you've got to know where, you know, to charge your powers are. It's good idea to know where all of those are. Yeah. Sort of know your, know your surroundings, basically. I'll keep working on it. I want my platinum. <laughs> uh, well, good luck with your platinum. Remember that supposedly the DLC missions come out August 17th, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Infamous First Light. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's actually its own game, isn't it? Like Festival of Blood. You don't need Second Son to play it. But you get a bonus if you do own Second Son. I didn't know about the bonus. I wonder what that yeah. is. Yeah, they've not said yet, so it'll probably a surprise. I'm going to guess a costume. Yeah, yeah it could be something co- like Delson's costume for Fetch or something like that. Yeah, probably. Uh, or maybe even just Fetch's costume from the game. If Fetch's wear a different costume in First yeah, Light. First Light, yeah. Yeah, it could be that. Play as Fetch in Fetch's original outfit from Second Son. Only if you own Second Son. Yeah, something like that. Or maybe yeah. some of Delsin's alternate powers or something like yeah. that. I don't know, that'll take, that'll take time. Yeah. I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm sour over the whole no paper powers. No. From. Yeah, or glass. I know that was one of the talked about powers. Glass, I think. Showed. Yeah. Wire, I think, was one. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe we'll see those because it's set in Code and K, isn't it? So. I know. Like, yeah. if they're going to do DLC like this, it's not. It's not out of the um, running, especially since there have probably been a lot of complaints about paper power. Yeah, I want my paper, paper power. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so underwhelming when you finally get it. And you're going to be like, yes, I have it. Uh, now what? 
it should be super ultimate power. It should be like Conan from Naruto, where she can turn herself into a guardian angel or make a huge paper sea of bombs. That's so random. That'd be amazing. Yeah, when she... uh, Spoiler warning, well, not really spoiled, it's a long time ago. When Conan... 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 Conan, For a beat... For... Well, he was calling himself a beat... Watch it, Toby, at the time. Um, She made a sea of explosive tags that exploded constantly for... I think it was four minutes, and it was like what some one ridiculous number she threw out. She was like one hundred trillion billion million tags, all exploding at the same time, all made of paper. So yeah, yes, I want a power like that. Infamous, just a sea of paper exploding, be amazing. Mm. Uh, see, loads of paper. You can make a paper cloak, maybe. Uh, you can have your guardian angel flying paper cloak. Yeah, it'd be super awesome. Make paper a real thing. Um, what you? Uh, so yeah, Paul, what have you been playing? Well, apart from MotoGP, which I reviewed, I've not played that much. I played a bit of the Battlefield Hardline beta before it closed. Um, I played Mortal Kombat on the Vita. I don't know why I just went back to it and not played it for a while, so I thought I'd give that a go. And yeah, that's about it. I've got a few games in my backlog. I've got a game which I'm reviewing, which you'll probably see next week. And I've also got in my backlog um, Super Mario 3D Land for the 3DS, which I've not played yet. Well, I was... Well, what I've been playing recently is Fantasy 14 and One Piece a lot. In fact, I've lasted through One Piece because I had to get it done for a review in a couple of days. Um, but most of the Fantasy fourteen just getting stuff ready for the expansion. Well, the update next week, making sure I have the money for a house, what private room. Um, I haven't really been up to much. Um, I was really excited about buying a Nintendo Wii U next week. I know Wii U and exciting doesn't normally get used in the same sentence, but I was. <laughs> um, but my TV decided to die. So now I'm going to have to use the money I was saving up for my Wii U to buy a new TV. That's bad timing. Why don't you just hang on to the one in your bedroom and just do your TV later? I guess, but then it feels antisocial when my mates come round. uh, Yeah. Little tiny TV. Yeah, little tiny TV in the bedroom. Well, (laughs) you can let them use that, and then you can use your Wii U gamepad thingy. (laughs) Well, I guess guess I could use the Vita as well. That's true. Remote play, yeah. But still, it's not really... Anyway, I'm going to see what I can do with the telly, you know. um... But yeah, that was like, damn it, timing. I hate you. Especially as I've got train tickets to buy later this month as well for London, so... Is that Eurogamer? Yeah, Eurogamer. Yeah. Yeah. So loads of expenses, one after another. Uh, I'm kind of thinking of, um... Saving up for an X-Bone. Oh, wow. But I kind of don't want to spend all that money on an X-Bone. I think we'll get another price drop by Christmas. For both of them. You know, you know one's not going to drop without the other dropping. I don't know. I don't think we'll get an official PS4 drop this year. 
because it's still selling really well. But I can think we're going to get Xbox One one by around November with. No, 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 no. Us. If one drops, the other is going to drop because. Oh, maybe they'll just start bundling. They'll start. You should be able to get like a PS4 in a game for three nine nine. So just a console. Mm-hmm. They'll do that before an actual price drop. I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah, I don't think because there's no the Xbox One has been price dropped several times, and the PS4 technically hasn't had a price drop. The Xbox One has never been price dropped to this level, though, so I don't think that they're going to try to do another one so soon. Don't forget, they don't want to start taking losses on each console. Uh, yeah, I think but they're, they're already, already doing that. No, they're, they're already not. doing they're that. Not. Yeah. As it, let's see, before the price drop. It took like um, four. Is it four eighty something or four seventy something? I think it's four seventy something to make an Xbox One, which retailed for five uh, five hundred dollars. So they made some revenue, not profit, but revenue off of that. Um, that means they didn't make, they didn't take a direct loss uh, between manufacturing and retail. They didn't take a big a direct loss from that. Maybe they spent some of their some extra of their revenue, and, and it's a loss in that sense. But they didn't take any direct losses between manufacturing and selling the, the consoles. If they do too many, too much as far as price drops, they will start taking those direct losses, and that won't be very good for them. I can see a price drop at Christmas, even if it's just for UK, from 350 down to 330 I don't expect a huge price drop, but I expect a little bit. I expect it to be three hundred and thirty, but then I expect a bundle with the Master Chief Collection for three hundred and fifty, because they know that more people will spend that than actually get the cheaper one, and then they'll still put the price back up after Christmas. I get the impression if Microsoft are going to bundle the Master Chief Collection, they're going to bundle it with the Connect version of the Xbox One. I, I don't know. I think it will depend on how well. The connect the or should we say the earnest version, the disconnected version of Xbox sells. Well, it's not actually a price drop here in the UK because it costs three hundred and fifty for that, but you can buy the Titanfall bundle for three hundred and seventy. So it's not yeah, selling it's, over here. That's why I can see us getting a price drop for the end of the year by another twenty quid. Yeah, maybe. I don't know about North America, but I think for Europe. Yeah, uh, but I don't think the PS4 dropped because that's just selling like nope. hotcakes. It is. Nope. Um, They're gonna do bundles, bundles, yeah. bundles, bundles. Because you got the Last of Us remastered bundle with the game, which I think is three hundred and seventy-five pound. Then you've got the White Destiny PS4. Then they'll probably bundle maybe a little big point three, Drive Club, maybe Battlefield Hardline. Not sure about that one though. And yeah, the so controllers seem really hard right now to get in stock because my, my sadly my one of my controllers because I got two in my bundle. The left yeah. analog stick, the 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 actual rubber was coming off. It was broken. Oh right, off. yeah. Uh, but it, I tried to. Oh, carry on. No, I was just saying, can you not get like covers for them? You know, buy yeah, like, but like covers. I had extended warranty stuff. So might as well replace. Yeah. So yeah, the controllers were under warranty as well. Yeah, so they're not getting any stock. For it took them uh, four, three weeks to get some in stock, and they only got two. 
And I said, they won't be any more. They don't know when they'll be getting any more after those two. Yeah. Yeah, so it seems that there's some shortages with the DualShock controller. Yeah, a lot of people must be buying them. Yeah, strange one. They must be certain manufacturing the white ones soon as well. You know, for the white PS4. That's my what caused the shortage. Yeah, probably. Introducing a new model into the production lines and to do that. Just straining the production lines. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah, we're going to have to head off soon. We're, in fact, there's not much to talk about this week, so we're going to give this a, a, a wrap tonight, I think. It's a bit of a short episode, but it's a short week, to be honest. Um, Glenn, how can they contact you? If you would like to, you can contact me by email at glenn.gordon at psu.com or you can tweet me on Twitter at goglen underscore at g-o-g-l-e-n-n underscore. Uh, don't forget to follow P- uh, Unchained, the podcast, as, uh, as well on Twitter. We have our very own Twitter account. Exciting. Um, at P.S. Unchained. At P-S-U-N-C-H-A-I-N-E-D. At P.S. Unchained. Um, don't forget to follow us on iTunes as well. Um, go ahead and just follow us, leave us a review. You can get this podcast and Racial Diversity Gaming Hour downloaded to all of your iThings automagically. Automagically, you say? Yes. I must say I love that word. I love that word now. <laughs> automagically. I want it to be a real word. Make it a real We can have other stupid words as real words. We want automagically a real word. Yeah. Um, Paul, what, how, can they, uh, how can the wonderful people contact you? Uh, you can contact me by my email at paul.kelly at psu.com and by Twitter at paul underscore kelly1. Okay, um, and I forgot to say this, but Paul, any shout-outs? Um, no. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> and Glenn, any, any shout-outs at all? Nope, not really. But thanks to our <laughs> listeners for listening. Curses! Um... I guess you can contact me at chili underscore UK or you can contact me also at ben.shillabeerhall at psu.com or you can contact all of us, as he said before, at our new Unchained Twitter account at PS, PS underscore Unchained. No, no underscore, it's just PS no, underscore. I know, just and I've PS only just unchained. discovered that Twitter account. I did not know it existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I made it using the automatically powers that, that I of Twitter. Um so I'll be keeping. I'll be mostly keeping an eye on that Twitter account, probably. Um, anyway, it's pretty much. That's pretty. Uh, shout out to, to Crimson, Chin, Shahid. I hope I get to see you at Eurogamer, Shahid. If you, I doubt you're even listening to this, but I'll say it anyway. Um, and everyone else who follows me on Twitter, thank thank you always for following me. You know, I reached 450 followers recently, so that's that feels good. Um. And of course, I want to give a shout out to Gary because you know I believe in Gaza. Um, that's that's all my shout outs, I think. Um, I'll end this in a nice, simple, calm, and relaxing. Oh, I remember only five episodes to episode fifty, but let's calm down a bit. Let's calm. Let's calm. Let's, let's relieve. Let's think about all the knowledge we've learned this week. All that, all that time we spent this hour just learning. And I think we've all learned one important fact. One important self self-sustaining lesson that, that will transform our lives for the entire of our week and life I think, I think that sentence is thank God for me
Bye, everyone.